Hello, everybody, and welcome to Socks on Tap, presented by On Tap Sportsnet. I am Johnny Nani, joined tonight by Tony Marchese. Tony, we are talking about a White Sox winner, uh, seven to three on the South Side tonight. Uh, every single run came via the long ball. Uh, we love fireworks. Unfortunately, there weren't any because of dog night. But um, you know, uh, fire, fireworks uh, in our mind, I guess. And then uh, you know, home runs are cool and tough. So uh, that's my initial thoughts. How about you, man? You just stole everything I was gonna say. So screw you for that. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, just a beautiful night for baseball. Um, a little bit warmer on the south side tonight, and uh, the balls were flying out of the ballpark. Even saw Adam Engel put one out tonight. Um, just a man. It, I wish it wasn't dog night because we would have got a lot of views of, of fireworks tonight, and it would have been really cool and tough. But you know, you gotta. I guess you got to protect the dog's ears. You wouldn't want them uh, getting startled. But regardless, Sox win seven three. That's awesome. Um, it feels like it's been a while since the White Sox have just kind of put a pounding on a team. They did that tonight. Granted, it's the Kansas City Royals. You should beat them, and that's what they did. So, hey, I'm happy. Crack them to that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the big thing here is that all of Kansas City's home runs were all solo shots, excuse me, Um, whereas the White Sox had a grand slam from Eloy. Um, Ingles was a solo shot, but then Mancata's in the seventh inning was a two-run bomb. And when I say bomb, an absolute bomb. Um, so, you know, that, that's a difference, and that is also opportunistic. I'll bring in my word there early in this show. Um, you know, Eloy, that, that is what we've been waiting to see, his first career grand, grand slam. Uh, this was the first game that Eloy and Mancata both homered in, Tony. Yeah, that's kind of crazy, but, uh, again, not so much. I mean, it is Eloy's first first year up, um, so injuries probably play a little bit of a role into that, and then, uh, you know, Mancata was down when Eloy was back, and, you know, it's just we've been waiting for these guys to get healthy, and uh, granted now it took all the way until mid-September to do it, but you talk about games that give you some hope and you know i did preface this with it was against the kansas city royals but games that give you hope are when you have those young guys producing and i like how you brought in opportunistic right there because you know i talk about hitting with runners in scoring position all the time there's no more important time to hit the ball in a baseball game than when the bases are loaded and if you could put it out that's even better i mean that that's best play in baseball putting four runs on the board with one swing. So very opportunistic and awesome to see Eloy hit, not only with runners in scoring position, showing off the power. That's what we've wanted to see from this guy all damn year, and he did it tonight. So that's that's awesome to see. And then um, I'll touch on the Mancata home run. Man, is there is there anything prettier in all of baseball than when Yohan Mancata connects? Because no. I'm struggling no. right now to no, even there find isn't. To find words to describe even, what it's don't like. Don't even struggle. There isn't. Don't even struggle. It, it is, honestly, I've said it before. I think that it is very, very similar, not the exact same, similar, I say, to a Ken Griffey Jr. swing. Do you agree? Oh, I absolutely agree. You know, I love him from the left side of the plate. You know, I, I know that the, the switch hitting is is valuable, uh, especially in a lineup for matchups and all that, but... Man, him from the left side, it's just 
there's nothing like it in baseball right now. And the sound off the bat, man, I, I could watch him hit home runs all day. I, I just could. I mean, it's so just it's visually appealing to watch Yoan Moncada connect with the baseball the way that he does. And the bat drop, just the whole thing, the whole way through to the ball flying all the way out into the shrubbery right below the fan deck. Just, just you know, straight away center. There, I can't tell you that there was a better swing all year than the one that he connected on today. No, I can't either. Um, I call it majestic, Tony. That would be my word to describe it. Uh, stats behind that, 110.2 miles per hour off the bat, 26-degree launch angle, 452 feet up into that third level of shrubbery, like you had mentioned, in the fan deck. Uh, and we had said it from the Twitter account, but hitting baseballs to the fan deck, cool and tough. Absolutely. There's no <laughs> – I think that describes it very well there, Johnny. That's – Man, I mean, I'm thinking about things in all of sports right now that, you know, look that appealing. You know, you know scoring on a breakaway. Uh, Patrick Kane, you know, up there uh, with the backhand. Um, you know, I'm just thinking of long touchdown passes. You know, mm-hmm. yep. this is right up there. Yohan Moncada's swing when he connects. It's, it's just so awesome to watch. And, man, I just I've watched this thing probably 100 times already. Tonight. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it as well. Um, definitely very pretty, like all those situations that you had mentioned uh, in other sports. But um, in this one, a lot of scoring early. Uh, just going back through this a little chronologically, uh, you think that, you know, is Nova kind of unsettled at first because Mondesi hit a one-out home run in the top of the first, but luckily Eloy's grand slam kind of dispelled that. I mean, you know, in the second inning, uh, Gordon hit a leadoff solo shot and then uh, O'Hearn with the solo shot of his own right after. Uh, so he thought, oh, my God, Nova, are we here? Are we going to go down this path again? But then um, he was able to lock it down right after that. So that was 4-3 at that point. And then Engel uh, in the second inning, our, our half of the second inning, he led off with a home run of his own, like you'd mentioned, opposite field. So uh, that was good to see from him. Five, three socks there. They did not look back. Next scoring came in the seventh inning. Mancata's two-run blast like we had just, uh, you know, drooled over uh, for these past minute and a half here. Um and, you know, they even had a chance in the sixth inning with guys on uh, McCann with the leadoff double, Collins uh, reaching on a catcher interference, and then uh, nothing going after that. Luckily, did not come back to haunt us at all. But, um, you know, it could have been even a bigger White Sox win tonight, Tone. Yeah, it could have. And that's that's the scary thing. Three for ten with runners in scoring position. I know we talked about them being opportunistic tonight. Um, sometimes all it takes is just getting that one long ball. And, you know, the Eloy Jimenez... Uh, first inning grand slam could have just won the game there. You want to go back to game winning hits. This game was won in the first inning tonight. Um, I love it. And that's, that was all they really needed. Um, Everything else tonight was just icing on the cake and man, they made a damn nice cake tonight. It tasted good. Victory tastes sweet. Um, But yeah, it could have been, it could have been a 10, 11, 12, uh, run scored tonight had they just been a little bit more opportunistic um, but like I said um, you know this game was won in the first inning when Eloy put that ball out yeah uh, that, that's all we have on the offensive side uh, on the mound Nova uh, five and two-thirds six hits 
three runs, all of them earned, all of them solo shots, uh, five strikeouts. And then Jace Fry only came in for one batter, didn't get the lefty they needed out. But luckily, Evan Marshall came in, uh, pitched an inning of scoreless ball, only walked one. Bummer, spotless in his, gave up one hit, but uh, no damage at all. Jimmy Cordero, one third and uh, one hit allowed, but no runs at all. So clean slate after Nova. Uh, that is excellent to see, Tone. Yeah, absolutely. Tonight was kind of bullpen A squad plus Cordero instead of Calame. Um, obviously, you probably would have saw Alex Calame if Johan Moncada doesn't leave the yard for two in the seventh. Um, would have been a little bit tighter of a ball game, a little safe situation there for, for Calame, but uh, rest him up. You might need him uh, in the in the rest of this series here. So good to see him get the day off because the Sox put one out of reach. Um you know, if you don't have to use your closer because you're up by enough runs, don't. Um, so I'm glad that they didn't throw him in there in, in garbage time, uh, basically at that point in time. I know it's only a four-run lead, but uh, this is the Royals we're talking about, and we should be able to go to guys like Cordero to shut them down in the ninth uh, with, a, with a four-run leash. So I was happy to see that. I was happy to see him work a ninth inning and do it pretty cleanly. Um, I know he did give up the one hit, but uh, pretty good stuff from him. I think overall this year, um, I know the ERA is up over four, but I can see that slowly trickling down into the threes by the time this year is over. Uh, just the way that he's uh, commanded the ball when he gets the opportunity to. I know he hasn't been spotless, but uh, he's got some stuff. So mm-hmm. it was good. It was good to see him get that opportunity. Um, you know, the the one thing that st- sticks out to me here, Jace Fry coming in, the lefty specialist. Um, I don't know if I want to tell people to appreciate that, but that's going away next year. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what role they end up using Jace Fry in because he's going to need to be able to go up against some righties. I would like to see the White Sox be a little bit um, maybe ahead of the curve here. Uh, it's not like we're fighting for a playoff position. I'd like to see him get some full innings of work, face three or four batters, give him some righties just to see how he's going to fare next year when uh, that three batter minimum rule comes into play here, Johnny, what do you thought? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I don't think it's a bad idea at all. Tony, like you had mentioned, not competing, uh, probably the time to do it. But, um, you know, I guess on the other hand, uh, playing devil's advocate here, uh, use it while you can, I think. And you also did not have Ricky Rentry. I know he was back with the team today, but, you know, limited capacity. Uh, so Joe McEwing was the one out there actually pulling the pitchers, all of that stuff. I know Ricky probably had a say in that kind of stuff, but um, on their managerial front, um, probably using it while they can because uh, those uh, <laughs> managers probably do like to have those uh one better pitchers uh so yeah i don't know i i kind of do wish that they would because you know fry is not going to be able to get pulled after uh that one walk that he gave say this is next year um so yeah that definitely would be interesting to see i think it would be beneficial at times to do that but um you know there's still a couple weeks to play here uh probably you know three weeks left so uh we will see how that plays out the rest of the year and if they do any of that um, I think Jace Fry just on the whole needs to rebound next year. Um, I kind of sound stupid. If you go back to Shy Sox Weekly season preview episode, I was thinking that Jace Fry was going to be the guy, totally wipe out from what we had saw in 2018, and that did not translate over this year. Um, not as a year. I don't know if there's distractions off the field. Um, and I, I don't know. He just does not look like the same pitcher, but... Um, you know, maybe we can see a rebound next year. Who knows? Because I do think the raw stuff is still there. Uh, it's a lot of locating. Obviously, the walk and the one batter that you're supposed to get out today. I feel like last year that would have been a wipeout, no problem. Yeah, um, that's exactly why I kind of thought 
you know, he'd start to get utilized a little bit differently as the team slipped out of contention uh, because you want to see if he can become uh, not just a left-handed specialist, but a guy that can get you through the seventh or eighth inning. Um, just something that I've observed here. So uh, be something that I'll be monitoring at least myself over the course of the rest of the season. Um, you know, maybe it doesn't mean anything. Maybe he'll be able to transition into it just fine. Or if he doesn't knock the rust off, well, it's probably back to AAA for a guy like Jace Fry. Yeah, uh, most likely. Um, don't, th- that is all I've got for this game. Any closing thoughts before we move it on to tomorrow's matchup, Game 2? Yeah, one last thought here. Um, like we didn't touch on it during the offense. There was a lot of positives that we talked about. But, uh, Tim Anderson tonight, 0 for 4, uh, did strike out twice. He's in that batting title race, and he did actually mention it um, in an interview saying that he is going for it. Um it's kind of a bold strategy there uh, to say that you are <laughs> you are going for it. Most players would uh, would probably shy away from saying that uh, that's their intention right now. I don't know what that says about Tim Anderson, but you know the guy's hungry. You know he's aggressive. That is Tim Anderson. He wants the batting title. Uh, came out tonight 0 for 4. That's not getting it done, uh, Timmy, if that's what you're going for. So hopefully tomorrow uh, you get back in the lineup and you rack up two or three hits. So that's just something that uh, I think Sox fans are probably, you know, looking at towards the end of the year here and uh, hoping that we can bring home a uh, a batting champion. But uh, 0 for 4 nights, uh, not a good look for that. No, uh, not at all. I know DJ LeMahieu was not playing in the Yankees game today. Uh, they had a barn burner going on up in Detroit, but he was not in the lineup. So unless you pinch it late in that one, um, he was idle. And then I know Brantley got a hit tonight. So Brantley may have a little step up there. Um, you know, hopefully uh, you got you and Buzz are back tomorrow night talking about another multi-hit Tim Anderson performance uh, because I will be there witnessing it. So, um, well, let's hope for that. What? Let's move on to tomorrow's game. Um, you know, and not a whole lot to complain about, um, as it, sometimes it seems like we do here uh, for this one. Uh, plenty of offense via the long ball, and then uh, bullpen locked it down for the most part. No damage. So uh, just, you know, usage of Jace Fry, I guess, would be our concern here. Um, so let, let's move on. Uh, game two of the White Sox Royal Series on the south side tomorrow night, 7, 10 p.m. Central Time start. Um It'll be Glenn Sparkman going for the Royals. He's 3-11, yikes, uh, 5.97 ERA, 68 strikeouts on the year. Going up against Reynaldo Lopez, 9-12, 5-1-7 ERA, 149 strikeouts on the year. Uh, Tony, initial thoughts on this matchup? Uh, this should potentially be a slam dunk for the White Sox. They've seen this guy before. A lot of these guys have hit him very well. A lot of guys have uh, you know, had plenty of at-bats against Glenn Sparkman to know what they're going to get. Um, you know, guys like Jose Abreu, 10 at-bats, he's hitting 300 against them. Um, even Wellington Castillo's got three uh, three at-bats off this guy, hitting 333. Uh, Garcia's seen him 10 times. Moncada's seen him nine, hitting a 444. He's already t- taken him deep once this season. Um, so, you know what, and, and so is Eloy. So we could be talking about another game where um, Eloy Jimenez, Yohan Moncada go yard again. Uh, I'd like to see that on back-to-back nights. I think that would make me happy. Um so, you know, slam dunk, I think, tomorrow. If you're looking at the pitching matchups, you got it on paper. The Royals have had some trouble with, with Raylo outside of Whit Merrifield and Jorge Soler, who have seen him very, very well. Soler's taken him deep twice. Um, but uh, if you can get through the lineup and you, you limit the damage to those two guys, 
Um, as long as the White Sox offense puts up runs like they did tonight, and the, the weather should be exactly the same as it was tonight, uh, the ball should be flying out of the ballpark once again. So it um, should be a good night to uh, hopefully see some fireworks, Johnny. I think this could be a, a nice little uh, back-to-back win at home for the White Sox. Yeah, I really like what you said about possibly being two nights back-to-back with uh... – a break, or excuse me, uh, Mancata and Eloy both going deep. I think that would be great. I would love to witness it in person. Obviously, see the fireworks tomorrow. No dog night uh, on Tuesday night, or excuse me, on Wednesday night when I will be there. Uh, feeling like this is a Monday because it's first game of series. But um, yeah, I would love to see that as well. Like you mentioned, all these guys seeing Sparkman a uh, at least a decent amount of times. Um, they've gotten to him as well. When you look up here, usually there's a bunch of zeros in this average column against. Uh, I see a lot of threes and fives, so that's good. Um, yeah, I think it should be another White Sox winner. So um, hopefully that is the case. Uh, do you want to move into pick to click? Who do you think will get it done tomorrow night, Tone? Oh, yeah, absolutely, Johnny. And before we do that, why don't you let the listeners know what the who our picks to click are brought to you by? Picks to Click are brought to you by SecondCityPicks.com. Uh, you can follow them on Twitter at Second City Picks. Second City Picks is super simple. You go to SecondCityPicks.com. They will have a featured game of the day. You enter whatever result they are looking for in there, whether that be a final score, a run total for a team, a run total for collectively the teams playing. Um, and then there will be a tiebreaker question in case two people have the same answer. And uh, you just fill all that out, throw your email on there. And then when you win... They will send you a gift card to a Chicagoland food establishment. Totally free, totally easy to use. Um, I'm hoping the Cubs only put one more on the board tonight because then I will be taking home a $10 Potbelly gift card tonight, Tone. So, um, and that would also mean that the Cubs are losing. So that would be just double double whammy. Well, you know what? I would hope that you win before Ron Luce does because um, I know most of our listeners aren't Cubs on tap listeners, but uh, Ron Luce, our uh, – our co-host over on Four Feathers has been just dying, dying to win the Second City Picks gift card every single night. And we've had a few winners uh, that we know. Um, even White Sox Sale has won before Ron has. And I think every night Ron stays up to know if he won that gift card or not. So um, I'd love to see everybody win one before Ron just because I know it's it's eating away at him. Yeah, 100%. And I think the uh, our 108th episode guest, My Sox Summer, has now won twice. So um, just doing laps around, Ron. Um, hopefully I can get a foot in that race as well. Um, let's hear it, though. Who, who's going to deliver tomorrow? You know what? I'm going to stick over there with Yon Moncada just because that swing tonight, man. Um, it's just it, I'm going to go to bed and, and dream about it. And I'm going to hope to witness it again tomorrow. I know it's probably a little bit unlikely, but I'm I'm, I'm just going to speak it into existence, as you like to say. And uh, Yohan Moncada is going to put another one straight away center field. Well, in, you know, I kind of wanted to go a little bit off the, uh, you know, you know, beaten path, I guess, with, with the mainstays that we usually pick in the Moncadas, the Eloys, the Jose's. Um, and I was thinking, who will even be in the lineup? Because Mendick, you know, uh, Buzz picked Mendick for tonight. He was not in the lineup. Uh, so we had to go and modify his. Uh, I'm going to go with someone that I know will. Since Raylo's on the mound, Wellington Castillo will be behind the plate. Uh, Wellington Castillo, um, probably going to be one of the last times I ever pick him. But I know he will most likely 
be behind the plate tomorrow for Reynaldo Lopez unless some injury or sickness comes up. So um, I'll go with Castillo. He's shown some very, very occasional power, but uh, he does have a swing that can be out of the yard. It power. is. It, it really is. But then you, you like you won't expect it. Like they came out in Anaheim when we're like kind of coming back. Pseudo Ricky's boys don't quit BS. Like we like, talk about tone. He'll have one there, and then he he's hit a couple other ones that are like no doubters too. And you just see that off the bat. And you're like, man, if you could put this together consistently, we wouldn't be ragging on him as much. But there we go. Um, I know we'll be in the lineup, so I'm gonna go with beef. All right, I like it. I like it. Hopefully you. Uh... You get some good beef tomorrow and not the bad beef. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't want to see an Ofer performance. So uh, beef, do me right tomorrow. Bad beef will make you sick. Uh, I think that's a lesson learned for everybody. (laughs) Yes, yes. All right, Johnny. Anything else that you have tonight to discuss before we close this one down? Uh, no, not really. I think just go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. As our guy Buzz would like to say, uh, you and Buzz will be back with the post game tomorrow night. I will be at the game at the ballpark. So, um, yeah, that's about it. Tone, um, what's your last word? Get one last one in. Yeah, I don't have much, but, uh, let's just keep piling up wins here towards the end of the year. Um, especially against teams like the Royals. Um, I'm already starting to get those those uh, off-season feelings where I'm going to miss baseball. I think yesterday was hard for me. There was uh, no White Sox game on. So I'm just going to try and enjoy watching baseball, watching my favorite team play throughout the rest of the season, uh, try and get out to the ballpark a few more times, uh, and just keep cracking them and enjoying baseball until uh, – until it's over um, for the White Sox, and that's coming up sooner rather than later. So, Johnny, crack them, enjoy. White Sox forever. White Sox forever.